With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome, treasured listener, to the Anfield Index podcast. It's the full jazz edition. As you can hear from the slurping and gulping and scratchy noises in the background, they can't even be arsed to mute for the introduction. It's episode 252. I am Trev Denny podcasting to you from beautiful rural Ireland. I don't really emphasize how beautiful it is at times. Only a few fields away from the seat of Ireland's ancient high kings. And I'm joined tonight by the Edmund Hillary of podcasts, Carl Kopak. By a uh, grumpy and recalcitrant Cam Branch, who's missed his beauty sleep. He's, he's sad about it. And producing in the background, and I might actually, maybe it's his fault that there's buzzing going on. It's Mr. Guy Drinkle. Um, lads, this is the full jazz edition. And I do mean that in the absolute essence of the word. Nothing has been planned. There are random questions. I actually asked Twitter to suggest some questions. And not one response came back. And you know that when you've got a couple of thousand people who look at something and can't be arsed, that maybe the universe is telling you something. So we are going full jazz. And the, all I can think of, uh, lads, is I've been sitting here for the last while with my new kitten. And now I'm that guy. I didn't think I was ever going to be that guy. I'm now that guy. It's uh, two days inside my house. I never had an inside the house pet before. And yet here I am. And I was watching the Ireland match, the kitten asleep on my shoulder. And I found myself looking around into the window and saw a reflection of myself wearing a bobble hat inside. And uh, whoa, whoa, suppose, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is it. And the question I have for you, Carl, first of all, A, have you broken out the cutback fleet yet? And B, is it acceptable to ever wear a hat indoors in the Never. narrow frame callback references? Never. Never. Yeah, I thought you might you, say that. You take, you take your hat off when you go indoors. That's the point of them. Even Craig David. Ma- it's, one that- of the reasons, it's one of the reasons I can't stand Craig David. Is that a manners thing for you? Yeah. Yeah. Sherlock Would you t- always took their hands off or, or took their hats off, always. And, and, and have you broken out the callback fleet yet? Uh, I, mean, I might go surely. Run- the Russian hat comes out when it's snowing. But, yeah, but um, surely you've, you've worn a hat so far. I mean, it's been freezing for the last two weeks. Uh, haven't actually, and I'm still running in a t-shirt outdoors as well. Not that cold yet, but I might, I might go trilby tomorrow. What he's telling you, listeners, is that he is made in Scotland from girders. He's a uh, black tough. He's a He's a tough guy. It's Carl. Uh, Cam, I want to get your initial response from you on this whole hat question. Hat indoors. First of all, have you ever worn one? I'm suspecting you've at least worn a baseball and cap indoors once. And second of all, have you broken out a hat yet because of the weather? Yes and no. I've worn a baseball mm-hmm. cap inside. 
never uh, I don't wear bobble hats, as you know. I just wear woolly hats. Uh, Leicester bobble. Um, but there's a scene from uh, Mad Men that is quite intriguing, actually. Um, Don Draper was in a lift, and then a, a rather attractive lady steps into the lift. And then the, the lift stops on the next floor or something, and two guys get in. And they both got their hat. One of them's got their, his hat on. And they're being really, really crude about one of the secretaries in their office or something. And Don is standing there with a disgusted look on his face. And he's, he sort of looks at the lady who's standing in front of him. And he sort of looks over to this guy, stares at him, and he says, take your hat off. Good man. Good man. And the guy, and the, this this guy, this guy just sort of looks at him like, "Who the hell do you think you are?" And so Don just reaches over, takes his hat off his head, and just slams it into his chest. Brilliant scene. Nice. There's a nice. similar thing in the yeah, Sopranos yeah, yeah. as well. There's a thing in the Sopranos where they're in um, uh, Artie Bucco's restaurant. And there's a, there's a lad there with a baseball cap on backwards, and Tony walks over and does the same thing. Oh, that's a great and, scene. And, 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 he, and he says, that's it's my wear it whenever I want. And he just glares at him. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd take that off if I leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the, and the waiter just goes, nothing Thank quite, you. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing quite like the rage, the, the, the rage in Tony when he's just staring at someone. It's fantastic. I love that scene, actually. With I won't get into Sopranos now, you know. nostrils as he does it as well. As, as oh, yeah, one, yeah, yeah, one yeah. One of us yeah. is going to get angry here, and it's not going to be you. I can I can relate to that. My old man used to breathe through his nose when he when he was angry. Uh, in fact, I say used to. He still does. Uh, so, just for the record as well, while we're while we're addressing matters of etiquette, I would of course always tip my bobble hat to a lady in public, just so, <laughs> <laughs> just, just so we're just so we're absolutely clear here. I'm not an animal, is what I'm saying. Um, Carl, you you wanted to do you wear it as a slightly on a slightly skew if angle. When you're being jaunty. In the no, 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 no. There's nothing jaunty. There's nothing jaunty about the bobble. It's purely no. functional. Actually, I, I, I'll be honest. The reason I got into wearing these things in, indoors is because I actually felt like they were keeping my head together at one stage when I was really bad with migraines. It was a comfort thing, and then I got used to it. So that's kind of half the reason. Anyway, Carl, you had something to start us off with this week. What was it? Um, it's a bit of a sad news, actually. Um, because this is the jazz episode, I'm recording this quite late at night. We thought this might be the time to um, invite um, friends of the show, Serena, onto onto the show. Um, uh, Serena's now, um, uh, well, she, she's met a gentleman, shall we say, and she sent me this email, which is uh, a, a bit sad. I've got her permission to read this out. Um, it's this. Carl, pity is a strange emotion. You don't realise you're offering it until, it's, until much later. Following uh, recent developments with Mr. Reini, um, it has been clear to me that my friendship and counsel to the Anfield Index podcast has been a little more than a shallow exercise in pity and humouring the unfortunates involved. I now realise that I am in every way superior to you all, and I thank you to cease all contact from this day forward. Please do not take this as a criticism, but get a sodding life, eh? Yours in kindness, Serena Victoria. Um, she also added later on, remember when I left you injured on that mountain? Get the hint for Christ's sake. Wow, well, that's a bit sad. That's a bit sad. Um, that's a, a vicious parting of the ways, in fairness. Yeah. 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 So, what, uh, just, what, what was it? That, what was it that really pushed her over the edge? I mean, I'm sure it was something you did. Uh, just that she's better than us now. 
that's that's pretty much it. Right. Yeah. Okay. She's got. That. Oh, like, I, I have got to issue the slightest disclaimer because um, she insisted. Um, I wrote that, not her, and she's lovely, and it's just because it's late at night. Otherwise, she'd be on the show, and she loves us all. Well, okay. Imagine. <laughs> 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 not bearing in mind that you know, I know her. She's my mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> less, less keen on bridge. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. He just—it's because he, he won't remove his cap. The fucking yeah, that's what it is. Um, so I've got it on backwards. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go as far as say she hates me. <laughs> uh, poor Serena getting her name taken in vain and the whole stuff written there uh, but that, it, it, you had me going there for a while I was actually I was upset <laughs> uh, Cam I believe you've got uh, one of your um, fun 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 quizzes where quiz champion Trev Downey gets to retain his title are you actually quiz champion I thought there was a bit of a... No, I think that's irrelevant. I think, I think he just takes it anyway, regardless. Of yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure Carl won the last one, but hey-ho. No. It is what it is, I guess, isn't it? I see I see. this is lining up like the usual thing. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have it any other way? <laughs> Not really, no. <laughs> okay. Um, I've got five questions, uh, as I said to you guys earlier. Um, multiple choice. Uh, basically, you get two choices. Really nice and simple, all Liverpool related. So, um, oh, go on, can't lose. Yep. <laughs> and how, 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 again, how does it work? Is it a question per person or is it, is it like um, first to answer or what, what's the. Um, you both get to answer. And like I say, I, I've got a tiebreaker if needed. So um, I'll keep score. Let me put right this down. Trevor. You, you, you won't need that. You won't need that, Carl. Carl. Okay, and I'm with... actually indeed. Um, so did I say that? Carl, Carl with the C. Don't even joke about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting in your head, man. I'm getting in your head. Let's go next for it. You'll be saying it's, next you'll be saying it's Copac with a K. Um, right. I guess that as well. Is that, to, is that to me or to Terry Downey? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Trevinder to you, pal. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear, we could go on all night with this, can't we? Right, yeah. first question. Certainly can, Mr. Branch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you go there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm getting your pain there. Yeah, minus, minus one already. Uh, right. <laughs> Who made the most consecutive appearances? Ray Clements or Bruce Grobelar? Bruce Grobelar. Hmm. Probably is Bruce Krabler, yeah. God, you're both wrong. Really? Ray, <laughs> Ray 366. Bruce, yeah. 317. Okay. okay. That's good. That's a good start. I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even I like even. one of those people as well. Less keen on the other. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it to you, listeners. We'll leave it to you. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Okay, second question. Who scored more goals? Emil Heskey or Dirk Kout? Dirk Kout. No, Emil. Carl, you're just not with it. Damn really? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quiz champion. Heskey got 60. Cout got 71. I suppose he was there mm. long though, isn't he? Tasty, tasty, tasty. Okay, question three. Ray Kennedy, Ray Kennedy, Ray Kennedy. Close. Who was younger on their Liverpool debut? Ben Woodworm. I'll try again. Ben Woodburn or Key Yana Hoover? Woodburn. Hooves. Pardon? Hooves. I'm going Hooves. Hooves. Hooves is right. Yep. Hooves was 16 years and 11 months. Woodburn was 17 years and one month. And he scored on my birthday. I thought he was 16 too when he made his debut. Okay, oh, just shows up. Get rid of time, Trev. Come on, you doing, man? You're keeping up. You're keeping, you're keeping up with me. Emil Haskey, okay. pal. That's all I've got to say. Question my, you, you were there for all the Ray Clements here as well. You should have known that. <laughs> yeah, well, <Go> ahead. <laughs> he was there for all three I'm only, I'm only, games, really. I'm only a kid here. Let's go. Let's go. How would you do this week, Trev? A, a kid. Okay. <laughs> Young enough to wear a bobble hat indoors. Okay. Indeed. Yeah. Um, who received the most red cards? Tori Haman or God Fowler? Oof. That's close. That's really close. I would go Fowler for that. Does it matter what I go now because it answered second? Yeah, you can still match me. You can still, whatever you want to answer, Trev. Oh, that's okay. I thought it was first answer. Uh, I will say Tory. Tory is right. Gorgeous! Tory had three red cards. That's two God, one. God had two red cards. One was at Bolton. I remember that. Carl, you need this. You really need this. You're going to love this question, Carl. Ray Kennedy. Where in Ireland is the following people? <laughs> yeah. One of your all-time favourite players in this question. Oh, God, it's him, isn't it? Go on. <laughs> yeah. Who made more appearances? Lucas Levia or John Arna Risa? Right, let me work this out. Let me just tell you now. Let me tell you now. Yeah. The difference in appearances is just two. I would... You're going for Lucas. I would say, just to make it interesting, that he disappoints me in so many ways as it is that he can only disappoint me one more time. So let's give him (laughs) the opportunity and go with the ginger (laughs) torpedo. So you're saying... uh, John Arnold, Risa. And Carl is saying Lucas. I'm saying Lucas, yeah. Sorry, Trev's saying Lucas. Yeah. Carl, you're correct. Ah. To each, you have a tiebreaker. Yes. We have a tiebreaker. Yes. John John Arisa, 348. Lucas, 346. It was close. At this point, listeners are either absolutely wrapped with with attention or they've long since run away. I can't wait for this tiebreaker. I'm actually. Uh, and, And they want the bubble hat talk back. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm all in here, lads. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Tiebreaker. Same vein. And if it's still level on this, then it will be on the actual number. Is it a multiple choice? Multiple choice? It's still a multiple. Still a multi- 
Yeah, multiple yeah. choices. Phil. Okay. Um, who went longer without scoring, Phil Thompson or Steve Finnan? And if you both get it, if you both say the same thing, if you know what I mean, then I do mm-hmm. have an alternative. To, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Just, just to confuse it, just to add no drama to it whatsoever. Go on, Trevor, you go first. I honestly don't remember so much as one Steve Finn and goal. I'm sure there were there was one, but I can't remember it. Phil Thompson, you'd like to think, got several goals from corners and things, bouncing off him. So, logically speaking, although Finnan wasn't here long, was he? Jesus. Jesus. Where'd you get this one, Branch? It's good. I'm going I'm to go with Finnan, just for the sake of it. Okay, I would say Steve Finnan scored one goal for Liverpool against West Brom in 0809, um, which I can picture the goal. Uh, Jesus Christ. Phil Thompson. Mad. I'm trying Is to it? think of Phil Thompson goals. Um, I've got a feeling he scored on his debut. So I'll, I'll go Finino as well. So therefore we need a double a double tie break. Unless, unless we're both it, wrong. No, you're both right. It was Steve Finnan. Because I'm sure Thompson scored a few early on in his career. Because he played yeah, so who, for a bit. Yeah, who went longer without scoring it was. So, obviously, yeah. it could have, you could have scored at the beginning and then not afterwards. Yeah, it so. had a big... Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, Phil Thompson went 177 games without scoring. How many games did Steve Finnan go? And nearest to the answer wins. Right, let's go from West Brom onwards. One, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus hates Christ. For at least a fraction of a second, I thought you were gone full rain man on this. No, Seriously, I... I fuck. The post in that game. Oh, uh, shut up. Uh, I've got... So, Tomo, uh, Tomo was 177 games. And so, Finnan went longer than that. Okay, can I ask, is it in the vein of the Heskey one earlier on? Is it actually quite tight? Yes. Okay. And Tom was 177. Yes. Finn and 183. I'd Top say back. 185. 185. That, would have, that was always my guess, no matter what Trevor said. For fuck's sake. Cop if it's one, 184, we've had it. It was 182. <laughs> Yes! Oh, yes! You can see him doing his Irish jig now, can't you? Oh, quiz champion Trev Downey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tempted to give... Can I give Kopak a bonus point just for (laughs) For the the way Steve scored against West Brom? I can talk you through the goal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, Brickle's uh, dying with laughter in the chat. Oh. oh, man. Oh, man, I enjoyed that. That's good. I've had a poxy day as well, lads. That's picked me up no end. Uh, <laughs> holy shit. Uh, now, when I said to you earlier on we wanted to talk about football or not talk about football, there was no football topic suggested. Unless I'm very much mistaken, going back through what we said in WhatsApp, I don't see it a football topic suggested. The only thing that I wanted to bring up really briefly before we go all the way back to full jazz is fucking Garrett Southgate using Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain two games in a row within three days when he's been crocked for so long. Do you think is that part of the plan 
Do you think that was uh, okay? Because it looks like we're right on top of stuff, what with Virgil withdrawing and Reds pulling plant left, right and centre from these internationals. Do you think we finally got it sussed and that's actually part of the bigger plan for Ox was to get those minutes? What's your feeling on that? I think there would have been some sort of chat with the club because there mostly is these days. People don't tend to sort of make a point of that. It's okay for a manager to say, yeah, have him, but can you only play him for half an hour just because he's he's got this and, you know, the medical team advised that, that yeah. sort of thing. So maybe there is something in that where the club have said, if you give as much time as you could, we'd appreciate it just because he's lacking minutes. Um, I don't think it's anything um, bad on Southgate's part, um, although I think he's a bad wall. But um, I, I don't think there's anything mysterious about that. I think it's probably an instruction from the club. But I, and I think it's going to do him good as well. I mean, he's not doing anything at the weekend, is he? So I doubt he'll start. Yeah, that's probably right. I, I, that's what I was hoping. Um, but just the record that England have with, you know, breaking reds uh, had me a little bit nervous. Would you? Jerry Redknapp, for example. Well. Yeah. England ruined his career. Danny well, yeah. Storage. Danny Sturridge as well would yeah. be would be the, the pointed one for yeah. me. Um, Hudson, yeah. Fucking Hodgson, yeah. I mean, what is your if you similar take, Cam? Or would you be a bit more? Yeah, prepared? definitely. You yeah, no, they've, they've definitely been uh, liaising with the club, and um, they, the club have probably said, "Look, give him as many minutes as you feel you can." Um, we want to see how he stands up to that. Um, I mean, was one game a friendly or something, and one a competitive? I don't know. Well, they're both competitive, but they're not really, are they? Right, okay. I, I, I haven't got a clue. I don't even know who they were playing, to be honest. I've not Kos- played. Kosovo and Sol beginning with an M, and one was 7 0. Oh, right, so, okay. Um, yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, I, Jesus, I, I, honestly. Yeah. So Montenegro. They won 7 0 away, but I can't remember who they played oh, against Kosovo. Yeah, Guy said it was. So it was Montenegro, I say. Um, it's minutes under the belt. Uh, as. Um, uh, the fatigue index boys would say it brings up his uh, what is it critical load or something um, it gets some minutes in his leg gets in match fitness um, chronic load thanks guy um, critical load what am I thinking um, yeah. <laughs> I could I could suggest but no, but no <laughs> a lot going on in my head at the moment so <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I think uh, I think it's it's probably a good thing that he's had the minutes. I mean, I know uh, I think Naby's had a few minutes as well, hasn't he? He scored just starts and he scored he as scored. well, right? Yeah, okay. he scored yeah. Oh, brilliant! Um, that would do him the world of good, and hopefully that was with um, you know, with they were talking with the club as well. You know, the, the national team there because the previous coach tried to break the guy, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, um, no, hopefully uh, it's all been done. You know. Uh, in a in a good good and positive way, it gets minutes in the legs, gets them closer to match fitness, which is what we need. Because let's be honest, the next six weeks are horrific, in in the way the fixtures are just thick and fast, and we need every available body now. This is where Jurgen Klopp and and the rest of the team they earn their corn. And their rent-free houses and um, everything else that goes with it. Well, it's funny yeah. to say this, Cam, because um, I've written an article about it, which is out on Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> we play, we play ten times between the derby and the second of January. We play the ten games. 
So that's the 4th of December to the 2nd of January. We play 10 times. That's ridiculous. It's fucking insanity is what yeah. it is. And that's before you've got to look at the fact that there'll be more games in December. Sorry, in January. And you've got the FA Cup to come. And you've got West Ham, which needs to be played as well. Yeah, and Cam, you said something about a winter break in February. Is that from like what around the eighth of the month? Is it? Is it? Is it that time? I'm not sure of the exact date, but it's definitely in February, isn't it? And um, the club, you know, some of the managers, I mean Jurgen Klopp especially, he's been screaming out for it, wanting this winter break. You know, saying couldn't understand why the Premier League never had a winter break. Well. We've got a winter break now. Look Manuel Pellegrini said the same thing when he played for Man City because I was looking this up the other day and he said, you know, how do you expect to keep quality high when you're playing nine times in December and nine times in January? You just can't do it. So, you know, the quality drops as well and then it just becomes, you know, a war of attrition. Mm. I'm just I'm, I'm just looking at the I don't know how long this winter break is supposed to be I would imagine if it's worth having it be a fortnight so, like an international fortnight sort of duration and I see in February there's a gap in our fixtures between the 8th and the 22nd so I can only assume that's when it is yeah it might be um, because Jan- Jan- January we play the 2nd the 11th the 19th the 23rd that's pretty pretty standard kind of one a week job um but one of them be the league cup final though because that tends to be sort of late february doesn't it 8th oh, of shit. february to the 15th of february okay so it's only a week it's only a week oh that's tremendous isn't it it, yeah. staggered. it, 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 it staggered over two weekends the right okay the last two weeks with the break for the premier league club set to be staggered over two weekends there will be over the february the 8th and the 15th i bet we're playing on the monday <laughs> Yeah, no but doubt it about it. But straight in noon. No, no, yeah, no <laughs> doubt about it. I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah, I've heard a few people talking about um this this stretch, and look, as we get into it, we'll talk about it more. And we we touched on it briefly last week. There's no point in getting too bogged down. And it is it is it is mental. But the immediate task for us is on Saturday, and it's a rare thing, Carl. It's a three o'clock kickoff. I know you were trying what would it be near your neck of the woods where you live to get a, your paws on a ticket? Um, I've heard a lot of people lamenting this as a really, really tough one to come out of the um, international break. Oh, it always is, though. Everyone goes on about Palace at home away all the time. And um, Why did he do that, man? I think, do you know, I think it's, it's little things. It's a horrible pitch uh, at Salas Park. It's a horrible ground, which, which therefore means I love it. Um, and it's a bastard to get to. So I live in London. And that's still like 90 minutes to two hours. Me to get, it's horrible to get to because the, the, the nearest train, there's like three nearest train stations and there's still a good 25 minute walk away from the ground. Yeah. And I think um, it's it's horrible to drive around as well, around there as well. And I, I say, I really like it. I've got no problem with Crystal Palace at all. But I think it's just because it's, it's you know, I think it's more of a pitch thing and we don't tend to start well when we're there. But, um, and obviously they've got like, you know, Wilf and all that stuff and, and Dross Townsend and, People like that, but um, yeah, I think I think there's always a, this. This happens a lot. We we do it on this show all the time, where whoever we play next has suddenly become a really really hard game when it isn't. Mm. Uh, not that I want to tempt fate or anything like that, but you know, it's just um, Roy, the, the thing about Palace is Roy Hudson will always take a draw, and he'll play for a draw if he feels he has to. That's why I don't like Roy Hudson. He seldom plays for a win. He just wants to get his. Um, um, Neil Atkinson used to say that about the algorithm, one win, one draw, one loss. That's a perfect three-game run for him. If he does that, he gets 38 points, whatever it is, and uh, well, more than that. Um, and that, that he's happy with that. 
He's a 45-point manager, Roy Hodgson. As long as he gets 45, he's all right. Yeah, I, I've seen somebody say, you know, like a lot of people actually say, you know, they, they're expecting to be a real battle along the lines of what Sheffield United was or maybe even the Chelsea game or whatever. And yeah, fair enough. Like, I mean, uh, there's 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 plenty there in that squad. They've got and, players. They've definitely got a Yeah, they, they really do. And, and you know, you're right. I feel like we say that every week. There's going to have to come a time. It's, Christ knows it's not... Um, it's not uh, complacency, but there has to come a time where you just relax into. I think I've been there for a few months at this stage where you relax into the fact that look, we're demonstrably better as a team. So yeah. if if we if we do our thing, we'll be okay. I suppose Cam, the real um, concern is not necessarily the opposition um, versus us in terms of standard, but rather the idea of whatever unholy momentum we've been building up for such a long time um might have just stammered a bit because of the of, of the layoff i mean it's a bit of a it's a bit of a stretch as you say a lot of the lads who need minutes have gone away and gotten them i believe even shakiri's sort of on the up again um you know we've got the likes of divok who's raring to go even if um one of our front men maybe mo mightn't be able to play and you know div can stand in and do a real job maybe Maybe we shouldn't be stressing too much. Maybe we should actually just be looking forward to games now. Yeah, easier said than done, isn't it? It is. It is. We are Liverpool. Um, I'm just. Think, I was just thinking of a uh, last season's game and um, how Naby Keita did that brilliant turn and sent Andros Townsend just scuttling to the byline to nowhere, and how he had a really good game that day. And I'd love to see Naby start. Um, and you know, he's had some minutes now. Um, Hendo could do with a, another rest, even though he was, you know, we know he had a, a good 25 30 minutes against City last time. Uh, he's got a virus, yeah. So, you know, let's um, it's time to start using that squad now. Um, and I think with somebody, a team like Palace, like we know they're going to sit deep, we know they're going to try and shut up shop um you know that they're, they're, they're in the mid table they've played tw- obviously 12 like everyone else they've won they've won four they've drawn three and they've lost five Hodgson. scored 10 scored 10 conceded 16 so they're, they're averaging less than a goal a game you know i mean um and they're just scoring just and they're conceding just over a goal a game um I, you know the last five results loss loss Draw, loss, win. This is where you're playing a mid-table team and you should be able to rotate and rest players. But it's Palace, isn't it? It's just that ground, like Carl says. And I I love that atmosphere. I mean, I've never been, but you can just feel it coming through the TV. Yeah, they make a noise. They make a noise. And and it's because it's a small ground. You feel it more, I think. It does, you know, it bounces off all four stands, doesn't it? Yeah. It seems. And, um, you know, I'd love to be there just for that atmosphere. You know, I, I think honestly, honestly, though, man, honestly, though, if we're, if we're, if we're analyzing those results, they lost the way to Chelsea to zip. They lost at home to, to Leicester to zip. They drew away at Arsenal to each. They got beaten 2 0, their favorite score. Uh, at home to City, the last time they won a game 
was the game before that where they beat West Ham at their place. And let's be honest, West Ham are a bit of a mess. And then the game before that, they had a solid 2 0 win at home to Norwich. Yeah, they've won, that... they, they, won at Old Trafford. Yeah, how far back do you have to go for that? It's a fair, it's a, it's a fair bit, but you know, yeah. This this is my thing about Hudson, though. That will hold him for a while. He'll live mm. on that. He won't mind dropping points after that. Yeah, the two the two all draw with, with Arsenal, he'll even think is is a tremendous utopian result as, as well. So and let's, and let's face it, they lost that game, didn't they? That, yeah. that, was a, that, that was a ridiculous decision to make. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I don't know. I, I, what I'm asking, what I'm asking you, Cam, is it wasn't to, to, to interrupt the flow necessarily, but I'm just saying, you know, is it just this thing that you've sort of alluded to and the Carl sort of alluded to that they do have in them on the day the chance, the the ability, this team to pull off a result? Is that is that where you're getting your wariness from more than anything else? Yeah, I mean. There's no, no such thing as an easy game in the Premier League, is there? I mean, you know, it's an old cliche, but it, it's it's a very true cliche. Um, but, you know, they Palace have always given us a tough game, whether it be at Anfield or at Selhurst Park. And they do have players or player who can do damage, you know, on any given day. And that, that is Wilfred Zahar. But, there are a lot of weaknesses in that Palace team, I think. Um, oh, I, I like Schlupp, actually. I think he's very good. Uh, yeah. No, I think, I think he's good, honestly. I think, yeah, I think he's, he's very underrated. And who else Who else have you got in that midfield? They've got that Kuyati kid, MacArthur plays there. Yeah. Jordan Ayew yeah. has been starting for the last, hasn't he, recently? Yeah, and, yeah. and scoring. Yeah. And scoring. Okay. And, and he's the greatest footballer of all time. So, you know, he's related they've, to it. They've got, they've got two solid citizens at the back, Tompkins and, and Cahill. I think, isn't it Patrick Van Anholt? I don't know who plays right back for him at the moment. I can't think off the top of my head who that Joel is. Joel Ward. Joel Ward. So, I mean, it's a solid enough. Kelly's around the bench as well. You know, and Martin Kelly's. And, of yeah. course, they've got, they've got big Christian Benteke to take off the bench as well, unless I'm mistaken. And go. And that, and do you remember that kid, that wonder kid everyone was looking at ages ago, and nothing really happened? Well, now I'm talking fucking hell. I've, I've, I've jinxed us. Max Meyer, remember him? Yeah, he, he's in that squad as well. So I mean, they, they have, they have some players who can do a few bits. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I do you, do you envisage um, a situation, Carl, where the uh, horror show that we've been um, fed through the media that Robbo and Mo might be out, or do you think that might be a little bit of? Um, just paper talking. Well, I think Napoli is a big thing about this as well. Um, uh, I think I'd like to see Mo start and come off. Uh, I don't know about Robbo because I, I don't know what's did Scotland play. I have no idea whatsoever. He, did, um, he they, they did, but he's he's been injured. Both him and and and, and Mo were, were a doubt. Neither of them went anywhere, as far as I'm aware. Okay. But he might play midi at left back then. Yeah, I'd say that's likely. If, yeah. if Robbo's not right. Because apparently Robbo hadn't been training for a couple of weeks leading up to the last game as well yeah. um, because of whatever niggle. Um, and it was just interesting this week to hear him making some decision about, look, I need to get myself right for Liverpool. Virgil van Dijk said exactly the same. Yeah. Um, and we have those other situations where some of our... Um, I, I'm no doubt Ginny went away and, and, and played all the minutes. And I don't know what the story is with the two Brazilian boys, but I know they travel, I think. So... 
I mean, what what are you looking at, Cam? What's what's what? Do you want just the team, or were you you suggesting Naby you'd like in? Um, do you see any changes across the front or at the back? Um, I could see possibly two changes, maybe three. Um, I wouldn't be risking Robbo or Mo if they're not well enough to play ninety minutes. I don't think you should just be thinking, right, we'll get 60 minutes out of them and and then take them off. I'd rather not risk them with knowing what's what's ahead. Um, we've seen with Mo, again, just a, another little, it wasn't a little knock on the, on the ankle, but there was a knock and he had to come off and he's had that space boot thingy on, hasn't he, to try and recuperate. So... Yeah. I, w- I, w- I wouldn't be adverse to seeing Mo, Mo being rested. Uh, I- I've already alluded to Jordan Anderson being, being rested and I wouldn't, uh, and again with, um, uh, Andy Robbo. But I think, I think they've got a big weakness down, down their left hand side. So if we, we don't need to attack their right as much, which would have been, Robbo, I think the weakness is on, is on their left-hand side, which will be ideal for Trent. So, um, and he's a, he's on firing on all cylinders at the moment, isn't he? You know, mm. he's our, he's our creative fulcrum at the moment. Um, and I, no, I could not have gone to Twitter. Well, yeah. What do they know? Um, uh, they're all, all stupid on there. There's a lot of Tories on there. They're all stupid. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Present company accepted? Yeah, well, I don't think well, I'm a Tory. I don't think you're a Tory. I mean, is Carl a Tory? No? Well, you, well, well, you've just said, said my name, which is a clue as to my allegiances. So. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Morris. Better be a good man who I'm named after. Yeah. yeah. My apologies, Mr. Morris. Um, no, that's so... That's what claim, it, Vladimir. <laughs> Starring Leon Downey. <laughs> my, my comrade, my comrade. Um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty cool with it. I think, I think we'll be all right Saturday. Um, I'm, I'm not going to stress too much about it. I'm, I'm, I'm in a way, it's, it feels like forever since we played City, and I, and I need to get a Liverpool. I need to get my Liverpool fix again. Yeah, I don't think you're alone there. And uh, Carl, like if we're if we're being completely honest, um, this thing about January or December is a little bit of a red herring because, as we said last week, it rolls straight into January. Um, but more to the point, it starts on Saturday. So we go twenty third, twenty seventh, thirtieth, fourth, seventh, tenth. Now, to me, oh, sorry, and then the fourteenth, right? So you're talking yeah. three, four, three, four days. That to me is the run. Palace, then Napoli, Brighton, the Ev. Bournemouth, Salzburg, Watford. Now, from Villa through the club World Club final and all that shit, then West Ham is postponed. I don't give a crap about any of that. Don't care. But each one of these games, we may need to win. The only thing we can do, as you said, is free ourselves up a bit by beating Napoli so that Salzburg is a game we can take the foot off the break and actually have uh, a shallow squad out in that game, if well, he well, wants to do that. 
Well, the, the, the front three is Downey, Kopak, Branch for uh, Salzburg away. Oh, Jesus. I, I would really, really, really relish the thought of being <laughs> able to being able to just roll out the kids. But, of course, people will say that's 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 um, foolishness. and Lovely ball to the kimono on the right wing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. It seems to have blown open. <laughs> <laughs> Matron. <laughs> a lovely cushioned header off the bubble hat from Downey there. <laughs> who was it that said? Who was it that said that line about he, he's opened he's opened his legs and showed what he's, he's opened his yeah. <laughs> he's, he's opened his legs and showed his class. Showed his class. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know. It was. It was. It was no, my, my my mate does it. My mate always mentions it at the every time we go to the Greyhound races that when we used to in the old days. Yeah, he's, he's opened his legs and showed his class. I think it's a genuine ex-commentator line. Um, yeah, but but but, but 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 the point is, the point is, it's it's go go go. Palace, Napoli, Brighton, Everton, Bournemouth, Salzburg, unless uh, Watford, unless. Um, we can put Napoli away on Tuesday. And I think, as you said, uh, Carl, that really does influence possibly some of the thinking around Saturday um, because it follows so hard on its heels. It is so significant. I mean, what do you think about the the logic of if we were lucky enough to win that? And Christ knows with that lot and our record against them, it's far from a given. But if we were lucky enough to put them away, um, what do you think? Is it folly? to play a weakened team against Salzburg, to play at very much a shadow 11, what would the whole importance of winning your group that people talk about? Well, people mention this, but every now and then Barcelona finish second in the group because they, they want to, you know, whatever. Um, I don't think it makes any difference at all. We beat Barcelona and Bayern Munich last year, we're European champions, and I think we should have a bit more faith in ourselves. About yeah. that. I, don't, I don't care who we face. Honestly, bring them on. Bring, so, on, your, bring on your over by the score. Yeah, so Barcelona, Real Madrid. Who the fuck are you trying to kid? Because Liverpool aren't seeing what we adore. So we can afford a bit of cynicism, is what you're saying. Yeah, because because we're not we're not arsed. Who comes next? No. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I have, I'm more concerned about the league than I am about that. Oh God, yeah, I'm 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 with you 100 percent on that. I mean, Cam, any any opinion on that specific idea of 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 the weakened team? Were we lucky enough to get what we need against Napoli? Didn't we finish second in the group last year? No, we won the group last year. Oh no, we got we got Bayern, didn't we? So it's unlikely. No, we finished second, didn't we? Yeah, it must have done. Yeah, and yeah, Bayern did. Yeah, because PSU won the group, didn't they? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, look how that turned out. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about being second, and I think it's almost to our advantage now to play the away leg second. Yeah, um, because it the away goal is. So crucial in these games now, isn't it? Well, well we, we, so, we said that after we said that after the Bayern home game, and I said, you know, nil nil, and people are panicking because Bayern got a new nil at answer, nil at answer. Well, great, one, one goal and we're through. Yeah, because I can't see them scoring, you know, more than one goal. Yeah, and when was the last time that the Reds didn't score for two games in a row yeah. against the same opposition? So, I mean, yeah, I, 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 yeah. So basically, you, you're what you're saying, Cam, is not just. Uh, it's fine. You're saying it actually might be a strategy worth pursuing. Very much so. Mm. When you qualify, don't worry about it after that. Put the Champions League aside till February. Yeah, I agree with that completely. See, that's that's the dream, isn't it? 
you just just forget about it and that that way you have that little bit of free time um ahead of the Watford game um and then you can do what you want with all that fucking nonsense with Villa in the cup and the FIFA world I, the closer that's getting the less I give a shit and I know actually it was really really surprising to see how many people uh, especially people of of our vintage actually really want us to win it because we've never won it it's interesting they they're they're all up for it fair play I am, I am I want to win it I am as well yeah yeah Okay, I got... in, the, in the 80s, the team were pissed. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I used to go there and get pissed. That team I've, yeah. pissed. I've had that from ex-players. Yeah, I, I checked that theory. You said that before. I checked that theory with Mr. Malby the other day and he didn't deny it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he didn't deny it because it was, yeah, it was a proper jolly for lads, which was rare for them back then um so yeah i think i think it's 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 but yeah i I, i'm still i'm still massively indifferent to it i have to say i'm massively indifferent to the league cup as well um and anything that isn't the league in big years if i'm honest the fa cup can do one too um i don't know what that makes me maybe it just makes me focused maybe it makes me entitled i'm not sure what it makes you want to you want to win the big stuff i made this point in my article about City winning the League Cup, and I'm not not that this isn't to criticise City for winning the League Cup, but how many of their fans can remember the final? How many of them can remember the score? Mm. It's just not important. No, no, it's not. And this idea that you know what was going around there for a long time, especially when we were losing finals, was oh well, maybe they just need to get into that habit of just lo- lofting a trophy over their heads. Yeah, we've done that now. Thanks. We've lofted the biggest one, and yeah. then we've lofted the, the, the next available one. We lofted that too, and so now we could would be on a roll. I, that whole idea of the league, I, I honestly, it's, I can't be bothered with it. I don't know why. Um, I used to have completely different ideas about these things, but. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm all about the, the two biggies now at the moment. Um, is there anything else football related that you'd like to talk about, gentlemen? Because I'm leaving it, like I said, this is free form. If you'd like to say anything, these are just the things that I thought we needed to address. The game coming up and the international and the use of our international players by the various teams. Aside from that, I really have nothing else that I really want to talk about. So, um, Cam, any can football? Can I just say, yeah, uh, can I say... Those England fans that were being Joe Gomez. Oh, yeah, good story. You are fucking knobtards of the highest order. Are you you people seriously that thick and stupid? Really? Swats, all of them. That's all I've got to say on it. It's. By the way, he's he's in the capital city, he's not even from Liverpool. He's from the city that you lot are probably from as well. Exactly. We, I mean, you know, Jesus Christ, we we bought the kid from Charlton. I mean, it's it's remarkable. It's a remarkable thing. Um, massively disappointing, but not surprising in the slightest. If we're can, I, can, I, can, I, can I say something more positive? Please do. Good to see the women's games did well at Anfield yesterday. Got a, got yeah, a, got what, a, got, what, a, got, a, got a proper crowd in. Nice that. About 23,000, wasn't 20, it? I think it was 23 and a half, something like that, yeah. Yeah, okay. Wow. I mean, that... That, nice. that that's that's solid and i i'm inclined to say okay but i'd like more the next time it's a great start um but you know i don't i don't see i, I think it's fantastic but i don't see why, the, why we should aim any lower uh than that next time i i, I think I, I i was delighted to see that i didn't get a chance i really wanted to see that game but i was unfortunately busy with family stuff um 
it was a tight enough affair, I think, Carl, wasn't it? It was a one nil in the end. Was well, it? yeah, we lost, we lost one nil. I haven't seen the game, but it's definitely offside. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because it's that lot. Because it's that lot, yeah. Them. I bet they claim, <laughs> they claim that now. That's the end of the Anfield hoodoo. Um, <laughs> Twenty years, lads. Um, I can't see it. Yeah, I, I think I think it's just really good, and like, there's lots of people saying, like, you know, I know why are they playing the women's game there, stuff like that. Tough shit. Women like playing football. If you don't like it, don't watch it. But I, th- I think it's good. I, 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 and it's, it's good to see Emma Sanders was there and Leanne Prescott was there and stuff as well. So, you know, people have been championing the game for a while. Philip Small Awards on, on Twitter has been doing it as well. Um, it's good to see that people, you know, who've championed the game for so long, you know, that, you know, the women are now playing at Anfield as well because that's how it should be. We're Liverpool. It is how it should be. And, and, and it's constant source of embarrassment embarrassment to me that you know things like this that's why I, that's why i said what i said there about the numbers uh, the, just this vague sort of feeling of cringe is like well, why should that be you know it should be a given it should be a given and i understand that things have to happen incrementally and that's a great step and i just hope the next one's an even more resounding one um uh, and even less fuss made about it that's just becomes the norm that's the way it should be um the only football thing i sorry i forgot that i, I think we should um, refer to is uh, just to give uh, pod messages of support to Don Matteo, uh, who's, you know, a fellow my own age, um, who had an operation on a brain tumor on Monday, I believe, uh, currently being treated. Um, he is out of intensive care, but obviously that's no joke. Um, and we just, uh, on behalf of the show, I'd like to wish him and his family all the best and hope he recovers quickly from uh, the same thing because it's, uh, yeah, it's 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 close to us here as a as a, an issue uh, on this show, and yeah. I just uh, I didn't want to I didn't want to let it go uh, without without saying it. Um, Cam, any any football thing else apart from that? You I know you wanted to talk about the England fans. Anything else uh, that was on your mind? Do you want to mention? No. No, that was it. That was it. I'm good. There's, there's no football really going on, is there? Seeing as we don't really follow the international, so um, no, I'm cool. I've just watched um, Ireland be very unlucky um, and enjoyed watching Ireland play for once. Really remarkable um, situation, but unfortunately, we've got a two-stage playoff now to get into the Euros. And to be honest, we're getting into the, the two-stage playoffs having finished third in the group, it's 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 kind of a farcical competition, this Carl, isn't it? I mean, nobody really knows. Who have you got then? Who's going to be? We don't know yet. Don't know. It's, we'll have to wait to see how the, how the various groups pan out. It goes to a semi-final and final stage now, as opposed oh, to a one-off really? playoff. So yes, you honestly, you yeah. Football for fuck's sake, just yes or no. <laughs> that's exactly that, that's yeah. exactly what they're doing. That's exactly what they're doing. As as my grandma said, swim, swimsuit round. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, it's, it's, I know Wales have got hungry. I know they beat Azerbaijan because Harry Wilson scored. Hang on, so Wales have got hungry what in, in a playoff? Yeah. So they finished obviously third in their group as well. Yeah, they must have done, yeah. Okay, right. I, I don't I don't fa- I I don't know enough about it, but I, I watch Ireland when I can, but it's, it all just seems so farcical now. I don't know if people actually care, but obviously England fans care. They 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 really care about defending the honour of Raz 
um, versus that interloper, Joe Gomez. What a terrible thing that was. Actually, the more I think about it. Anyway, let's get away from football. Do you know what? People said that, but I I don't mind it because when people say, why did you boo the national anthem in the charity shield? Because of you. That's why. Because of things like that. You can't say, yeah, we don't like Liverpool because they don't join in things nationally and then fucking blew one of our players who was basically attacked on the pitch by somebody, you know, off the pitch by somebody. I mean, just what do you expect of us? Do you want, do you want, do you want to hug us? Oh, please let us in. Fuck off, we don't care about you. Yeah, well, uh, you, completely irrelevant. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. It's just, it doesn't, it never ceases to be disappointing. Uh, Cam, I've got mm-hmm. some questions here. And I'm going to, the last 10 minutes, I'm going to throw out some of these random questions. Questions that did not come from the listeners. Questions that came from um, a search I did previously where I stored some away. So first first thing is, this week, I had to name my new buddy, the little kitten who I've taken in. Uh, So I, I struggled for a while. First of all, I asked Twitter, thinking... That the kitten was a lad. The kitten's not a lad. Kitten, <laughs> okay. Kitten's a girl. So I had all these fantastic. You know, I have to say, I'm sorry, I can't remember who it was, but what the best shout, the best shout for it for a, a cat name was a boy was Fidel Castro. Nice. That, that, <laughs> I just went. That's fucking magnificent. And I was so hoping I could go with Fidel, but no, alas, it's it's a girl. So I I just I I just took a flyer and went with a goddess name. So do you know it is? So the question to you, Cam, is what is your favorite ever pet name that you've bestowed on a creature? Never had any pets. Come off it. Never had any pets. Cam, you name your trousers. Come on. <laughs> he, he's got a waistcoat called Beauregard. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a room called Zara for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, you, well, you've kicked that fucking question to touch. Carl, favorite pet name that you've ever bestowed on an animal? We had one called named after the CNN weatherman uh, in about 1994 called Flip Spiceland. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> Superb. <laughs> Flip Spiceland. What that a name is, that is. That, that's outstanding. Cat, dog, what was it? Cat. Cat, okay. I had a little puppy called Diego in 1986. It was oh, great. Yeah. He, I, just my cousin, <laughs> Diego. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's he's uh, he's you can't trust him. He's always telling tales. But by the way, have you by the way have you seen have you seen? Tell me one of you have seen the Maradona in Mexico show on Netflix. No, it, it's it's worth your time. I heard someone giving out about the voiceover, but honestly, the images are mental. It's just this mad adventure he goes on, taking charge of a lower league team that just happens to be in Sinaloa, which is the biggest drug cartel area <laughs> in Mexico. Oh, lads! Oh, what, what a concept! It's absolutely it's absolutely worth your while. How's he filling his evenings? Yeah. <laughs> well, judging by the, the wideness, right. judging by the wideness and dilation of his pupils, I think I think we Are can. We have staying in today, Diego. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, where was I going with that? Uh, oh yeah, Carl Kopak. Would you describe yourself as a hunter or a gatherer? 
Hmm. I'd say gatherer. Oh yeah. What's oh, your probably. rationale around this? But uh, I'm more of an admin man. <laughs> are you good at pointing and telling people what to do yeah pretty much yeah it's got to be a system I want, I want to see dockets uh, like that <laughs> Cambridge hunter or gatherer oh, I'm a gatherer as well uh, are you yeah I don't, I, it's too cold to go out there well, you tell me we've got a podcast full of beta males here. <laughs> well, you're the alpha male, aren't you? Come on, admit it. I do have wish... a bow. <laughs> he wears a hat in those, Cam. I wouldn't be fucking put, put the match room thing. He can't even get, keep his head warm indoors. Yeah, but, you know, I've seen his lawn. It takes him four hours to mow That's it. That's very so... true. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did, and he's got a kitten, so you know. Yeah, you know, I, I spend my weekends sort of tipping around like Vlad, Vlad Putin, topless on a horse. You know what I mean? So <laughs> with a scythe, <laughs> with a scythe, yeah. a little vial of poison. Yeah, what them boys are up to. Uh, the the uh, the next question I have for you is, what section of the population, what demographic, do you consider to be the rudest? I have very strong feelings about this. Um, that's open to either of you. When you say demographic, mm. age group, or yeah, 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 yeah. Here's a weird thing. So I um, mix with the youth of Northwest London a fair bit in my Taekwondo class. They're okay. all really polite. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. That's, that's about the age of eight till about fifteen. Mm. And fair enough, part of the thing is, is you know, you, you, they, you know, they call the black belt Sarah and things like that. They've got to do that. But even mm. then, even outside class, like I bumped into one at Parkrun the other day. Just really, really polite kids. So I, I can, think there's a I, bit, of, bit of a myth about that sometimes. I can vouch for the youth as well. I teach them every day and I meet them outside of um, school as well. And they're uh, normally in, intensely sound and respectful and, and, and very decent kids. So, yeah. yeah I, I would agree with you. So I, I see where you're going with this, or at least partially where you're going. Go ahead. So I'd say the entitled elder. The entitled elder. I like this. Um, I'm going to get your opinion on this, um, Cam, as well, before I hold forth on the specific <laughs> demographic that I consider to be the rudest. Um, I, would, I would say the the elder Daily Mail reading Brexiteers are Definitely the rudest. <laughs> You've been dying to get in some political shit, haven't you? Did <laughs> <laughs> you tell? <laughs> yeah. And listeners, if you if you only knew the list of stuff that we had as a potential agenda, it was all the lads going, fucking gammons! <laughs> <laughs> the people took a vote, Drowny. <laughs> I do like the way you call me Drowny there. Drowny, That's unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, still, I'm, I'm still stuck about Diego. Diego Downey's now become a bit of a hero, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, where do you think where do you think Pancho came from, man? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, so, so for me, and and again, with with all due apologies to very kind and decent old ladies, for me, old ladies are the rudest people. Unbelievably, but, but they're also the funniest. My writing partners, I've always got this maxim where old, old people swearing is always funny. 
So, no, like the grandmother in Catherine Tate. Easily my favourite character of hers, always. Yeah. I mean, just little things. I saw the one with the other day where she says, uh, you know, I'll make a bacon sandwich if you want. I was oh, no, that's okay. We'll mind a cup of coffee. I've got time to fuck about with cups of coffee. And that always <laughs> makes me laugh, always. Yeah. Well, in fairness, that, that character is genius, and you're probably right. It's probably as simple as that. Probably is as simple as that. It's the crudity coming from, you know, someone who's supposed to be a, a nice old nan. I, but the rudeness I'm talking about is just... Oh man, I just I've, I'm I'm not talking about rude to me. I mean, what what what's what are little old lady? How are they going to be rude to me? Maybe step in front of me in a queue or something. Yeah. Just the way I see them talking to people in restaurants, talking to oh, people, yeah, yeah. anyone they consider to be potentially the help. It's just horrendous. It just is the worst to watch. Um, I've got one more before we get out of here. Um, Oh man, I've, I'm 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 torn. I've got I've got a few here. I'm torn. Oh, go on, whack it, man. We got time. Okay. Um, it is four a.m. Like, but carry on. <laughs> it is four a.m. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it, it, it always uh, makes me work at three. Yeah, I know. But listen, dude, you, this is I'm only now be I'm only now late. Right. We're, we're we're gonna we're gonna finish on this one. No, no, no. Go go for it. Do three. No, no, no. It's ten past. We said we. T- I told guy hard out and ten past. We're going out in ten oh, past. And this is our last question. Uh, and I want some debate about it. So you're not allowed to stonewall this, Cam, if if you do your usual. No, I've never had a thing like that ever in my life, right? That's not a potential answer for you. So I'm coming to you second. But it, so. but it, but it is the answer. I, I, I don't care. You have to lie. Okay, so okay. the question is, Carl Kopak, musicals, yeah or nah? Oh, man, you've come to the right man here. Oliver? Yes. The Wizard of Oz? Yes. Nothing else. Can't be dealing with musicals. You remember now, that you film s- once about the Irish lad who's in uh, The Commitment? Oh, yes. Oh, oh, three calls, for God's sake, man. Um, <laughs> guys, just said the high school musical is banging. <laughs> that's what you're dealing with, folks. That's yeah. What you're dealing with. Well, yeah, but see, in fairness, that, that's, that's Guy's generation, you know. Guy, guy grew up, you know, wearing the High school musical gear. Yeah. Um, no, so, um, I, I, yeah, they did that Irish film once uh, about the, uh, the lad he plays Outspan from... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Glenn Hansard from The Frames. Yeah. Uh, that's possibly one of the worst films I've ever seen. Is it bad? Oh, it's just... Oh, these singing songs on tops of buses. Can't be doing that. So can I just interrupt for a second? My mate Beth in America has just sent me a message in capital letters, not knowing what I'm doing at the moment, saying... Trevor's got a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a cat, Beth. I yeah. do have a cat. She, she, she loves her cat. She's a very, she's a very tiny kid, and I'm terrified I'm going to step on her. Uh, yeah, Beth, fucking hell. <laughs> no, I can hear it. Yeah, I did not dirty skittle Beth with the door today, but I did. Yeah. Know, <laughs> little Gino. Anyway, sorry. You were explaining your rationale. Okay, so 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 once is bad. Why then is something like Oliver or what was the second one you mentioned? Wizard of Oz. Why why are they okay? Well, Wizard of Oz is one of the greatest films ever made. It's just magical. It's a fantastic film. I like Oliver. It is. It is. I I like the book anyway. And proper songs. It's got Oliver Reed being pissed in it. And I like that sort of thing. I just can't get on with a film where one of the characters says, I've got something to tell you. What have you got to tell me? Well, the other day I did the... Oh, come on, just fucking talk. Stop putting everything into a song. It just annoys me. Yeah, I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna just 
segue straight out of that into my take on it, which is very similar. If you're acting, act. If you're having a sing, have a sing. Thank, thank you. Thank and, you. And that's pretty much where I am with musicals. I did sit... Oh, School of Rock, kill me now. Fucking hell. Oh, Christ alive, I can't deal. I did sit through um, Guys and Dolls, the Brando and Sinatra version, uh, years yeah. ago, uh, on an afternoon, utterly charmed by the presence of two massive fucking megastars and just basking in that. But honestly, even that, you're going to... What, what You were acting a minute ago and it was really good, and now yeah. you're singing. So, yeah, I'm sorry, and I, I know this is going to probably upset people, but I've, I've got a feeling Cam Branch is a big musical fan. Mm, no, I wouldn't yeah. say I'm a big musical fan. Are the, um, hills, are the hills alive in the Branch household with the sound <laughs> music? Well, funny you mention that. It's pretty good to be honest. I had, the, I had the mispleasure once of going to watch... The Sound of Music at a cinema. Not the sing-along one. Ed, the sing-along one. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Everybody was dressed up in a sheep. Yeah. As German soldiers and nuns. What's that one that people go to with the, 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 oh, the Rocky Horror? Rocky, Rocky Horror, yeah. I mean, people love all that getting dressed up, and that that used to be on weekly in a cinema when I was living in Dublin. Oh man! So there was people all dressed up in what, like uh, yeah. later hose and as shit. all the characters. Yeah, yeah, as all oh, the characters. Oh, get off the, the whole stage. cinema, and and I and I'm and I'm like, why am I here? Yeah. Why have I been dragged to this against but, my will? Yeah, um, but I, I've I've I don't know. It's 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 a taste thing. Like I mean, I I spent years indoctrinating my child playing incredibly cool music uh, in the car and at home. And my child's favorite music is musicals and show tunes and shit like that. It's like, what have I done wrong? <laughs> what have I done wrong? I don't know. I don't know. It's depressing. And did you stick it out, Cam? Just to finish the story, did you last the whole length of the sound of music? Did you join in, man? Did you? Did you join in? How could I join? I don't know any of the words. <laughs> I can see you belting one out. <laughs> I know the words. You do know you the would, words. Would I know. I know the words, and I've never sung them. I know the words. The, the reason I know the words is because in about 1978, me, my, my parents bought my sister a, a tape recorder, and I... uh, for Christmas, and it was on Christmas Day, so she recorded the film and she played it until that tape basically became desiccated pits of dust. So I know oh, every She recorded on a tape recorder. Yeah, that's what you did in the seventies. Mate, that's what you did. That's what you did in the eighties yeah. as well. Sorry, you, you recorded the dialogue. Yeah, but yeah. the singing yeah, yeah. as well. So she had all the songs on tape. She had all the yeah. songs. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's 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 quite genius, really. I I have to say, do you remember that time, that first tape recorder you got? God, we're going to send. Like proper old farts here. And apologies if you don't even know what a fucking CD is, MP3 generation. But anyway, we're going back here to where you used to put crankshafts in the front of your car. But do you remember that first tape recorder you got and you started recording yourself saying shit and it was just tremendous crack? Yeah. Man, oh man, I remember myself and my brother doing impressions. We did an entire show for ourselves. It was so sad. Oh, it's, we, we did all that as well. Yeah, so sad. Just to go out how, how, how old this is, so I went to stay with my friends Louisa and Scott in um, in Exeter a few weeks ago when I was doing a bit of a tour, 
And Scott said to me, do you know what I found the other day? Go on. said, I found one of the mixtapes you gave us in 1995. Ooh. And I said, That's... yeah, but you've got nothing to play on. I said, yeah, I've got obviously, I've even saved a tape recorder. I thought, I don't want to hear that one. He told me what was on it. I think it's going to be good. I, I yeah. want to hear it. I want to hear it. Yeah, I'm going to ask you to put it on CD for me. You're, 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 a man, you're a man who knows his music. I trust that. I would trust that. I've got millions of other questions for when this goes quiet again on future reference, but I've gone at least seven minutes over when I said I would on Guy, and I feel like an arsehole. So I'm going to wrap it up at that point. I know that you boys have nothing prepared in terms of double quotes, so we'll just wrap it up i think unless there's any last minute thought from either of you if there is go now um what do you want diane morgan or robert de niro go with bob de niro and save diane morgan for next week Dan, diane morgan is fantastic by the way so that's a, i went to see the irishman um yesterday and it made me think i don't know how so de niro is now in his 70s and i thought they're all getting old al pacino's very old pesci looks like you know ancient these days gentlemen he acts everyone off the screen and it's like he's not trying and uh, i will talk about de niro at length and how much i love every single rob de niro film pretty apart from the comedies um and uh, go and see the irishman but t- go to one of those cinemas where they serve you food and drinks at your table or you know one of those little like couch ones um because you're gonna have a sore ass by the end of it three and a half hours yeah yeah i i have my ticket book for the weekend <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. I had a ticket booked for last weekend, but unfortunately, family, um, and it didn't work out. So I've rebooked, and I can't wait, man. I cannot wait to see that. Um, it, I've heard Joe Pesci's incredible as well. Yeah, yeah, you're shit scared of him throughout. Uh, and the one thing that everybody's wondering about is the de-aging uh, CGI crap. Does it jar? You tend not to notice it after you do a notice it because obviously because it goes quite. It goes from being very old to quite to, to being ridiculously old to quite old, and then it drops back a bit. And you think, oh, okay, I'm not quite sure. But after a while, you forget it. Okay, okay. Pacino okay. is unbelievable as well. He really is. Yeah, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. I have to say, uh, Cam, any last minute thoughts from you? Are you happy? Ed? Good to go. Yeah, good to go. Um, just uh, want to say to everybody, um, um, be good to, be good and nice to everyone. You never know what's around the corner. Look after yourselves, be happy, be merry, smile. The world is, is a great place to be in. I like that. Profound. Um, and as, um, as, as is Peter expressed on in working, that's a great place to be as well, apparently. <laughs> not, not, if, not if you sweat. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't sweat. Did I ever tell you that? Never. Yeah, did lad, you, shot at, you, lad shot at me condition? once. Yeah, I, I got shot at. Yeah. I was, what, what, what's that? What's that condition called? Do you know? Uh, I'm a lizard. You're a lizard. Royal Royalitis. Yeah, I'm a lizard, lads. That's why. Just like, just like our mate, he's a lizard too. <laughs> Fucking hell. We should. I, we am, have, I am the lizard king. Yeah, I, I actually thought we were going to do a full hour on that today. That's yeah, like how, I thought it. that's that's how this show was shaping up. Yeah, but, damn it, I forgot all about it. But but it's okay, it's okay. These things will keep. I just love the fact he's such a bad liar. <laughs> oh, it's bad. just it's just incredible. It's it's it's. You see the his PR uh, bloke resigned today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, good, fair play. I saw something even worse today about it all. This uh, 
posh lady was saying. Can I just say that um, there may be part of a legal thing going on here, so can we be careful? <laughs> uh, well, it, it, it's, it's out there for everyone to see. She was on GMTV this morning and she was saying... Oh, uh, yeah, I, I saw her. I saw her. Soliciting prostitution of a 14-year-old is is okay, apparently. Because that's not paedophilia. It was just, just very, it was very grim to see all these old ghouls running out to support. Um, well, it, it goes back to what we said earlier. Yeah, the age that we don't, you know, who are the most nasty, really. Yeah, yeah, they were circling the wagons. God bless them around the uh, around the royalties. But sure, you know, nobody's nobody's buying that. Anyway, before we go down a dark, dark alley, as Carlos sagely warned us, let's just pull out, pull out too low. Uh, and on that note, we will finish this episode of the Anfield Index podcast. I want to thank you for your attention and ask you to tell someone about this show. Look at what you get for your hour and 10 minutes. I've been Trev Denny. Until we talk to you again, be kind to your fellow Reds, as Cam says, and stay safe out there. Podcast Network.